Well, I want to just, um, as we get going, I wasn't meaning to do like a New Year's type what's next message, but uh, I do feel like um, if we really ask the Lord what he's going to do, most of us would come up with something new. You know, how many do you hear? Come on, come on, God's always up to something new. Well, what's the new? What is the new? It's always what Jesus is up to. And I believe, um, I'm just expecting that the Holy Spirit's going to do my favorite, Ephesians. Way above all I can ask, think, or imagine. That's what I believe he's going to do with us this year, right? If you just have faith, if you just sit and wait and, and ponder what the Lord's going to do, it's going to be something greater than he did for you last year. And uh, some of us, we, we struggle with, you know, exactly what I was exhorting before. God helping us to pass from old things, old patterns, old thinking, old, all the old into the new. But I tell you right now, he's the man that can do that. You can't do it without the Holy Spirit. This is the key, right? So what do I believe that God's going to bring in the new year? Something extremely supernatural to your life. And I just want to talk about what God's supernatural looks like in your life and how you get there because there's three keys or there's three realms that I want to just talk about. It would be the realm of faith. It would be the realm of the anointing. And if I get a chance, I'll, I'll talk about the glory, but I may just wait for the glory to be on a whole other level. Like what is the glory? What's the glory of God? What does that look like? But we have to live in a place where we, where we move in supernatural faith. Say it with me, supernatural. See, who is God? He's supernatural. And I have a feeling that the church has like this little box that they put the supernatural. That's what I believe. I believe certain, certain you know, each one of us have, a, have an understanding of what we think God looks like. And who he is, and what that, how that's poured out. Like, what does it look like when God actually pours himself out in you and through you? It should look like Jesus, right? Jesus is always the model. And I, and I can't understand, right? Because I asked the Lord, help me to articulate, help me to stand on my head, spin, whatever it takes so that people get it and understand and leave here empowered because the idea is that you leave here strengthened, empowered, healed, delivered. You don't come here week after week and have to fight through the same problem you had last week or the last four years or the last 20 years. No. Because if we serve God who is, ex it's just, I can't even say extremely supernatural. He is out of the eternal realm, the creator of everything you're sitting on. The atoms in the chair are moving. Because God created the chair that you are sitting in right now. And so when we look at what the supernatural realm looks like, I feel like this year, if you want it, it's only if you want it. Ready? It's all by choice. I can't convince you. Right? Paul said, I, I didn't preach to you with just man's wisdom. So God, I'm going to ask for the supernatural wisdom from heaven to flow through me right now so that you can receive. And you got to ask when you come in here. Ready? All of us, we have to come prepared to receive 
the word of God. To receive the spiritual realm. If you live a life like a, a log all week, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't feed your spirit man all week, and then you come in here and expect everything to hit you and, and you're going to have, you know, see angels, I can tell you this, it's going to be a struggle. Right? So I'm, here's what I'm exhorting. This year we are going to be a, a people who are chasing God together. Not just on Sunday. Not just on the groups that we have for church. Right? Men's group. Women's group. Life group. Come on. Work group. Whatever. I'm telling you we have to be a people that are chasing the Lord. What births God in you? Seeking God. When you're drawn to Him, right? His Spirit's inside of you. If you have no desire tonight, we just ask, God, bring desire. Bring desire. Because I want you to operate out of the faith realm. And when I say that, we get like this cloudy thing of what faith might look like. I'm serious. I'm dead serious tonight. I'm always serious, but... Faith. That's the first realm I just want to talk to you about. Because faith, what does it look like? I'm going to stop and just let people think. Because sometimes I, you run, I run my mouth and I'm saying too many things at once. And it's going, pew, 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 and you know, you get like three words. Three rhema words. But the reality is God wants you to live out of the faith realm. What is faith? Hebrews 11.1. Let's recite it. Now faith is the substance of things what? Hope for and the evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's really translated, right? Faith, it should be, it should look like this. It should look like something steadfast. It should look like something that's firm. It's concrete. It's not a spiritual woo. It has substance. It has life. When you speak words of faith, they have life, they have weight. But it's more than a hyper faith. Come on, you understand what I'm saying? Because we can speak things in faith, but we're just doing out of a, a, a hyper-religious. And I, all be, I believe completely that our mouths create things. But if there's no faith to it, what does faith look like? It's the substance of things hoped for. It means it has tangibility. It has something that has a creative nature to it. It has something in it that moves what's not seen into the, to the seen realm. So it moves things that are not seen, that are in where? The eternal realm. Where is that? That's over the line we were talking about. Where, where's the line? God, I want to move into the eternal realm. You know you've been given that grace because of the blood of Jesus to enter into the most holy place and enter into a faith realm, into a realm of impossibility where all things are possible. 
preached on that for two weeks. Because it's the same thing. We want purity, right? But the Bible tells us this, which I'll get into in a minute, the anointing. Remember, Matthew 25 talks about the virgins, the, the ten virgins. They were both pure, but one had oil, five had oil, five didn't. Five were prepared and were good stewards. The other five, they were pure. They were, there's nothing wrong with them. Why should they be rejected by the king? They were rejected by the king because they had nothing to give at the end. They had no oil. They had no fire. They had no presence. And so here's what God wants to do with us. He wants us to be wise virgins, right? He wants us to have the oil. But we want to have God's nature, and God's nature is creative, right? If he said something, then you can rest assured that it's going to happen. So where are you hearing from? Because I have a feeling sometimes we hear from different places. We hear from our soul, which is usually what we want to hear from our flesh. But then we go into this place where we hear things that are not God and they come from the enemy. And it's that accusation, that stuff that tries to drive you backwards, all those things. That's not faith. Well, I can't do this because of my past, who I am. You don't know who you are. Right? In lies the problem. You don't know who you are. And rest assured, God is wanting to bring us out of the place of darkness into the place of light so that we what? Faith is the mind of the Holy Spirit. You hearing me? What's the substance? It's having the mind of the Holy Spirit. And it reveals it to us. The Spirit reveals things to us so that we may operate and have dominion in a dimension of time, space, and matter. That's something real. We're bilocational. <laughs> you know what that means? You can go in and out. You can go into God's presence and you can come out of God's presence just as quickly as you go in. What knocks you out? Usually thoughts, usually things that condemn us, usually old pattern things. What happens is we get starting to think reason, reason, reason keeps us from faith. And so God wants to move us out of that reason realm into the faith realm. I'll read it again. Hebrews 11, 1, a different version. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation. I like this, the title deed. You've been given a title. You've been given the affirmation, right, of the things we hope for, being proof of the things we do not see, and the conviction, I like that, of the reality, faith perceiving as a real, act, real fact what is not to be revealed in the senses. Read that again. Faith perceiving as a real fact what is not revealed to the senses. What am I saying? Are you hearing me? Everyone's awake, right? You are all awake. I don't want to lose you, but here's the thing. We gotta, God wants us to get this stuff so that we can walk into it. 
in the fullness of it. So that when you do speak things and when you do pray, pray and what? Believe. <laughs> and when God gives you a rhema word that you can step into it and walk into it because there's life on the word that he put into you. And you step in and you move into it. Why? Because it's reality to you. It's not some mental ascent. telling you something's going on seriously father we thank you you've given us the mind of christ and we can receive things by the spirit because the spirit gives us those things that are free they're freely given to us so we don't bought right so god i just pray whatever sleepiness whatever thing comes on people to make them kind of comatose in this place wake them up wake them up god it's okay it's spiritual but we don't understand it's, it's spiritual. I don't even take, I don't get offended by that. But it's spiritual. So it needs to be broken. So this is why I'm saying, when you feed yourself full of faith all week, and you come into church, it's like, it's a bomb. It should be like a bomb goes off, right? Because we're all together, we're all full of faith, we're ready for God to, you know, move. But instead, sometimes what happens is, we, everyone kind of like, I'm coming in for a landing into church. Right? Because I need to get, I need an encouraging word. Well, I'm telling you, Holy Spirit wants to bring us into a place where we come on corporately. Because how does the corporate anointing even get higher? Talk about that in a minute. But the corporate anointing gets higher because we're in one spirit. What happened in the book of Acts? They were in unity and they were waiting in one place. And what happened? Boom! Holy Ghost bomb. Because they were waiting on the promise. Right? They had a word, a rhema word from Jesus that the Spirit of God was coming. So if in 2019 we're sitting together in one place expecting that the Holy Spirit's going to show up, say, he's already in me. Yeah. But when he shows up corporately, because there is a realm that, that we don't see because of the glory presence that we don't see, when the manifest presence of God comes into a room and begins to heal people automatically of all kinds of things. Good testimony, because when we took communion last week, I'm just stopping for, pre, uh, for a um, station, station identification. <laughs> no, I, I'm just stopping it for a quick testimony, because my mom, my stepmom, who we were praying for, I declared last week, I just knew there was something on the, on the, on the communion and then the broken body, and she came back, right? There was definitely something going on with uh, her, lymph, her lymph nodes, right? under her arms, and they were all swollen, and we came back, and everything's negative, hallelujah, so, prayer works, Jesus is king, always, always king, so where was I, more little, literal translation of the Greek, ready, I'm going to do it again, and get this, repetition helps your brain and your spirit take things, ready, what, it's a literal trans translation out of the Greek. Now, faith is the reality of the foundation where hope takes root or is established. And it's the reality of all that exists. Got that? The reality of all that exists. It exercises control and dominion over the things we cannot see. So here's the deal. 
I want to talk about the natural realm for a second, and then I'll move on to the anointing if I can get there, which may be a task, but we'll try. I may go into three, three, ten, three weeks. The natural realm, right? Mankind, we try to attempt, we attempt to define God according to the natural realm in which we see him and we perceive him in our lives. But God is much more in time, space, and matter. Right? And our lives and our circumstances and our problems are related to the natural dimension. Therefore, what happens? If we begin to operate in faith, what happens? If we move, in the, if we move from the natural to the supernatural, if we begin to move in faith, what happens? Breakthrough. It's real simple. We're looking for the spirit of breakthrough. It's faith on your life. It's faith activated on your life. It's faith moving in your life. It's faith moving through you to touch things all around you. Touch the circumstances, the family members, anything. Whatever it looks like. God wants to break the stuff. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. But here's the deal, right? Romans 12, 2. Don't be conformed to this world, this age, or fashioned after, adapted to its external and superficial customs. Here we go. God, I don't want to go backwards. I want to go across the line. I want to go from this back, this life I had before, to this life that's new and brand new every day in, in God. You know, it's new every day in God. It should be fresh, and the breath of God should be on your life every day. If, if the fire of God and the presence of God is not on, and the anointing doesn't feel like it's flowing on your life, what am I going to tell you? You ask the Holy Spirit about that. Because I'm telling you, no man has the answer. I can preach till I'm purple. You can have the most anointed people, and you'll get a touch, and then it'll be over. But you want to maintain a life of faith and movement and grace on your life more than just goosebumps. But there's a real tangible faith and anointing that God wants to put on your life this year. That you didn't walk in 10 minutes ago. That he wants to strengthen with all his might in your inner man. But here is the deal. He wants to blow away Romans 12, 2. He wants to blow away the mind that's conformed to this age. Because we have a mindset that thinks like the world, that thinks on the ground, that doesn't think in heaven. And we think, you know, how's the best way to build a church? I got 17 different keys. No. Let God's wind, watch out, blow on your church. Blow on your life. Blow on your ministry. Blow on your finances. Blow on your children. Blow on the one you're looking to marry. <laughs> right? The Holy Spirit has to do these things. The Spirit of God does this. You can't do it. And you have to write. That's the tangible thing. That you know that you know that God said, I'm going to do that. And when God says it, then it's done. There is no competition. There's no, 
there's not going to be a discussion about it. If God said it, it's done. If you cooperate with what God says. If you heed the word of the Lord and obey and walk in his ways and walk in his paths, right? Well, it's not by what I do. No, there is purity that what you want on your life. There's righteousness that God's already imparted to you that you can walk in. The fullness of who he is. To walk everything out. And not be, not be shaken, not be broken, not be messed up by anything else that comes in. Right? So everything which you conform to, right? You're not going to conform to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Everything that you conform to will become your reality. So where is your reality? I know, I'm deep tonight. We'll be lucky to get through faith. And I had more, but I'll let Mark do some more. <laughs> faith is now. I already said this because it's in my spirit tonight. Faith is now. <laughs> when is faith due? Now. What does faith look like? Faith looks like now. He does something. Faith doesn't look like Maybe tomorrow, maybe the cancer will go, maybe the oppression will go, maybe the pain will go. No, faith is now. And when the, when the gift of faith, you say, well, I don't have faith for that. Well, everyone's been given a measure of faith. And even the disciples said, increase our faith because we don't believe. So if you don't have it, you ask for it. You can't strive for it. You just got to be and cross the line cross the line cross over the line because God wants to do these things so faith is the past and the future together in the present constituting now right if Jesus was the same yesterday today and forever that means whatever is about to happen Jesus is about to do it the same as he did it yesterday the same as he did it when he was walking on the earth and moving in the earth. It's now. It's now. I feel like the word, there's no more delay. There's no more delay. That's a word for this place. No more delay. No more waiting. No. Now. Wow. I feel a lot of Jesus right now. Ready? What did God say to Moses? <laughs> this is funny. And you're gonna, it's going to go over people's heads. I am who I am. Was, not I am who I will be. I am who I am. That means God is now. God is always now. God is always in the room now. Holy Spirit's always active in your life now. There's nothing that can restrain Him other than you. 
He doesn't need time. statement to me. He doesn't need time. He lives outside of time. I'm praying that God brings himself into this realm right now. As it is in heaven now. Not tomorrow. Your will be done right now. On earth as it is in heaven. Right now. You got that? Because from God's standpoint, his future can invade the present. <laughs> because it just doesn't even make sense. He's eternal. There is no time with him. All right, and if your brain's blown up, it's good. Because you should leave with questions. And don't blame them on me. <laughs> no, really. Because he is eternal. And if you leave with questions, say it's good. I can talk to my wife. I can talk to someone about this tomorrow. I can talk to someone. But don't talk in reason. You can't reason faith. There is no such thing as reason and faith. It's just two different poles. I only have one hand today. I made that choice. Right? It's just God and you and what's about to happen. Right? And that's how miracles begin to move and happen. That's how people begin to get set free from anything. Nothing, right? Jeremiah said, nothing's too hard for God. Nothing's impossible for him. And if, is that true? Oh, no, it was just true. It was true before. It's not true now. Why am I still struggling with this? I don't know. How's that? But God does. I don't know. I've come to the conclusion I don't have to know everything. I don't have to answer the big questions on the earth. Why didn't this one get healed? Why did that one die? I don't know. But God's waiting for a people that pop up out of the earth. On fire, ablaze. Their oils are filled and trimmed. That nothing gets in the way. Right? I look at these people that we see that moved and, and, and there's a reason, right? I go to this and I'm thinking, God, why are you giving me a word about supernatural just before as we're entering the new year? Of course, I'm always speaking about something supernatural. But the reality is I've had dreams and they've been strange. Like good, but strange. Like all of a sudden all these, all these people who are like moving in the supernatural, like I don't know how to yet. Like, I have some of it. Like, God's helped me with some of it. But the reality is it's bigger and greater than you think. Yeah, here in Kingston, Manchester, wherever you want to go. New England. <laughs> it's just about getting outside of who you think the person is next to you even. Never mind me. Who do you think the person is next to you? Do they have the capacity to move God in the miracle realm? And you should be nodding yes. Because you do too. And there shouldn't be anything that inhibits that at all, that, that holds that back, that prohibits any of it. 
See, one of the reasons why we don't see God moving in dramatic fashion, can I say this? Because we're waiting for it to happen in the future. Somewhere, revival will show up. No, you are revival. You are awakening. You are the burning ones. You are filled with faith and power. You are filled with strength and glory. And I know, listen, I tried to pray for the whole household last week and it came anyway. I thought I fought it off myself. merely a man doesn't change my faith right just a little sickness bug I know we all felt like we were going to die but the truth is <laughs> right, right? It's bad news but the reality is God's way above our past what we saw yesterday it's a brand new day so faith is the radar in a believer that determines the distance and time between the natural and the supernatural, the visible and the invisible. Did you get that? You can get it online later. I'll read it again. Faith is God's radar in your life to determine the distance and the time between the natural and the supernatural, the visible and the invisible. Remember this, Job twenty two twenty eight. You shall declare a thing, and it will be established for you. Ready? But we forget. I, I quote this all the time, but I forget the latter half of the verse. It says, so that light will shine on your ways. That the glory of who he is will move ahead of you. Right? So that when we believe things, and we declare things, and we begin to move in the spirit, and we begin to... Pray and declare and command sickness and command disease and command demonic stuff to go in Jesus' name. I silence every demonic spirit speaking even right now in people's heads right now in Jesus' name. Right? Because it clouds us from receiving the word of faith. Faith feeds on the impossible. It like eats impossibilities up. What is it? When you're full of faith, what does it look like? You can always pray for the gift of faith. But even better, Jesus moved in what? Might. He moved in the spirit of might. He moved with the presence of God that was just the might. In some places, ready? People who had faith to believe. And I'm not saying it, it depends on people's faith to receive. But sometimes it obviously does because he went to Nazareth. And what happened? He could do no mighty miracles. Why? Because they were familiar with who he was. So there's something about not knowing who you're next to. <laughs> not being familiar with the person next to you. What happens is we get familiar with our surroundings, familiar with the same rotation of things that you do in your life, familiar with all the things that are around us, that our whole lives, that nothing ever changes because we don't, believe, we don't even speak newness of life on it. God, make it all fresh. 
That's my prayer usually every Sunday before I leave the house. God, make it fresh. I don't want to go to church just to have church. I don't want to go through the motions. I want the freshness of your spirit. I want the newness of life. I want God and all, all the faith, all the thing that I can ask you for to pull it out of us, pull it up to heaven, bring down the glory, do whatever you have to do, God. And where's the power of God? Where's the miracle realm? It's in these three things that I'm talking about. But it's one, is faith. It's in faith. It's in believing God will do something when, the, when it's right in front of you. An impossible thing. Something that you can't even imagine. Because that's what Ephesians tells me. He'll do me, he'll do for me over, abundant, exceedingly, what I can ask, what I can think, or what I can imagine. The worst thing you can think of, he can transform. In a moment, in a miraculous moment. But what happens is we wane. We don't get hungry enough. We, we, we stop. We stop. We stop. I'm going to fall. We stop. We stop pursuing. We stop believing. How many of us stop believing for something? I know, I'm the only one, right? How many? I mean, really, we've stopped pursuing things because we just, ah, just how are you even going to do that? That's just ridiculous, God. God's ridiculous is actually the best thing to go for. God's outrageous. If I've got a word that God's going to do something outrageous and beyond anything I can ask, then that's probably the place where you should pursue. He's outrageous. He's, in, he's just awesome. He'll do beyond what you can think. Ever. Right? So the power of God in the, in, in the realm of miracles is called faith. Right? I have two more things. How am I doing? God gave Abraham dynamite faith, didn't he? I can prove it to you. It was dynamite. It was explosive. Romans 4.20 says this. says, Abraham did not waver in the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened. I won't even read. But strengthened was the word. That's dynamite. It means dynamite in the Greek. In faith, giving glory to God. It was the dynamite. It was the explosion. It was the dunamis power of God. And he also used dynamite to open Sarah's womb. Ready? Hebrews 11, 11. By faith, Sarah herself also conceived strength, dynamite, to conceive seed. And that's what you need tonight is dynamite to conceive the seed of faith in your life tonight.
by faith. She received strength, dunamis, to conceive seed, and, her, and she bore a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. She believed God. So here's the deal. I'm going to change our language tonight. Because when we're walking, when we, when we have the faith of God, because really, there's this whole, I didn't even get into it. When Jesus said, have faith in God, what was he saying? He was saying actually to the disciples, have the faith of God. Because it's something that you can't produce within yourself. It's something you can't muster up. It's something you can't study. It's something you can't pray enough to get. It's, there's something you, of, of God that you need to get on you. That's the faith of God on your life. So that when we have God's faith, that the words in our mouth are the same as the words in his mouth. Does your language line up with God? Are, what, is, are the things that you're believing for line up with what he spoke to you about? Are the things that he told you he set you free from, are you, are you walking in that? Because the reality is he's done it already. goes back to when are we going to step and cross into the line and cross over and step across the line. You just step in and over the line so that you live in a place of faith. What I say to you? Faith is now. Now faith. Faith doesn't depend on what happened even two hours before I came into church. It should not. If your mind's not conformed to the spirit of the age, you won't be affected by an argument, by some tragedy. Not that we're robots and we're not affected by emotions, by things. But come on, God is way bigger than anything you see in the natural. He moves beyond time, space, and matter. And this is what we don't get. The time, space, matter thing. Do, does, your language line up with what he said. I'm just going to say, does, does it line up with what he said here? That's where it begins. But then he speaks other things to us and does our mind, can we comprehend when he's saying something, like he promises us that he's going to bring all our, all our siblings, all our kids, all our, everyone to be with him. That everyone will be focused on Jesus. That everyone will be free. That all our family members, it's just, that's one thing. That all the trauma that I went through in my past, it can be erased in a moment. Not that the memory goes away, but that you, the things that you speak now begin to line up with God and you don't focus on the things that you've experienced. 
But you move across the line into where he's called you. And that's living in his presence and glory and in freedom and in righteousness and in justification and in all the good things that he's done for you on the cross. Why do things not change? I can't go. I'm not going to go any further than faith tonight. Why do things not change? Why is it always the same? I'm asking you. It's because God wants to breathe life into your spirit man in a fresh new way. Even today. That you haven't experienced. Sometimes, listen, you'll come in here. People will come in this place, and I know God's speaking to them, but they're afraid to come up. <laughs> afraid of what? What might happen? What might happen is maybe God will touch you. Maybe nothing will happen. Let it be unto you according to your faith. I don't mean that, you know, but the reality is if, you, if you're coming to God expecting something to change, conditions in your life, traumas in our lives, brokenness being, come on, God put you back together. He made, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. There's nothing that anyone has spoken to you that God can't break. The anointing's there to break every yoke, yeah? Touch the anointing a little, because we need the anointing. You all right? reality is we need faith. I need faith. I need faith to move in the anointing. I need faith to believe that God's manifest presence will come down onto my life in the form of glory. But Christ in you, I know that. Christ in you, the hope of glory, it's inside of you, yes. But there's something of God's corporate presence and glory that we have not experienced in the church. The book of Acts experienced it. Shook. Come on. God is wanting to shake everything that can be shaking. Do you know that? I'm telling you, when the glory of God comes, the person of fire, the man of fire comes and his presence begins to manifest in our midst. I don't care if it's at home. Let the thickness of glory come at home. How many have ever felt it? Because I've been in meetings where I can't even get off the chair sometimes been in places where I can't move because God's thickness, his weightiness, his kaboth, his, his heavy weighty presence is in the meeting and I cannot move. Don't, don't we want that? I want that corporately. I'm believing for that. It, it shall come to pass. It makes it easy because when God and his glory is in the meeting, when God comes to meet with us corporately, then things just happen miraculously. Amen. It's way easier to preach in the glory. 
I don't have to say much. But when he comes in that way, we have to believe for that. You have to start by believing for it. How many want a fresh anointing on their lives? I mean, fresh oil. You have to start believing for it. I can't be whittling sticks and wondering if he's going to baptize me with fire. The simplicity of that, but I know there's sovereignty, and I know God does things, but I just can't, you know, stand there waiting, passing time, burning time. He's outside of time and space. I don't have much more time. Come on. This, this eternal tent, I mean, this, it is eternal. It will be eternal one day. But this tent is just in the natural realm. So I'm like, God, we want you to come. We want you to invade. We want you to overtake this place. Why? So that the lost will come in? No, not necessarily. You're saying what? No, because the lost are not just going to come walking into church usually. It's going to come. It's going to come by you guys getting lit up, by me getting lit up, by and just saying you got to come. You got to come. Here, I'm going to pray for you. And something happens. They'll go, wow. And something changes, literally. Because why? Because you're filled with faith and life and power and you release it on someone who you just met. Or who you've known for a while. It doesn't matter. A family member. Something happened. Something changed. What's, because why? The character and the presence of who he is is on you. And I can tell you this was in Jesus' character. Faith. He didn't shrink back. He lived in perfect obedience. And when he walked, he commanded sickness. He commanded demons. He didn't say, I'm bringing you into Sozo. And I'm, you know, I'm not knocking Sozo. Just, you understand what I'm saying. No. No cast out the devil with the finger of God. Right? That's available to you. It's way available to you. There's like nothing you have to do for it. You just have to seek him. And I'm saying that. That's not striving. You've got to be hungry. Pursue. He comes to those who pursue. All right. I'm going to pray for a couple things. We'll move on to the other way next week. Let's stand together. I'm going to stand at the front and I'm going to point myself the other way. Because we all want this, right? 
I want faith to come to my life in such a way that it's just, that it overwhelms me. All right, so I want you to just close your eyes, ready? <laughs> and look to heaven, put your eyes towards heaven. pray right now that you you manifest faith in my life Paul said this thing that he saw faith <laughs> it was evident on people's lives so Lord right now I'm just praying that you just release something on us that Lord we'd have eyes of faith that, Lord, you'd see it in our eye gate. Lord, it would pull everything that's in you onto us. That you'd pull us out of the place of, of things that are not possible to the place where all things are possible. Lord, we believe tonight. And by believing, we just receive it. So that you'll activate something fresh a fresh wind of faith on our lives tonight. Lord, I thank you. We, we worship you. You're supernatural. You're just amazing. And so, Lord, I just, even now, even in these moments, Lord, I just command our minds to be quiet. I command our minds to be able to hear from the realm of faith and not from some place that is not of you. Let our eyes see. Let our ears hear. And Lord, break every, every oppression. Everything that thwarts itself against faith rising in a people. Everything. Lord, let us individually be strengthened tonight in faith. And let the body corporately come together and believe for whatever is impossible to become extremely possible. That, Lord, we wouldn't strive for something, but, Lord, you'd cleanly move us into a realm of purity, of passion, of desire, of fearlessness, of strength, move into places where we haven't been before. I'm praying that you baptize us with a fresh anointing of faith tonight. A fresh realm of faith tonight. That we don't get stuck believing you for the same old things we've been continually believing for. I pray that this breakthrough tonight 